Welcome to the Haunted Hangover Podcast. I'm Louie, and as always, I'm joined by my bud, Dave. Hey. So, Dave. What's up, Lou? It's a new year. It's January. So So what does that mean for us on the podcast? Uh, it means Animation Month. And, and what exactly <laughs> is Animation Month? This is the second time we're doing this. We cover all things Halloween in the animated realm. Exactly. A- ho- animated Halloween specials, episodes from shows. As yep. long as it's animated and pertains to Halloween, that's, ba- the, that's basically the rules. That's the only rules we, we gave ourselves when it comes yep. to Animation Month. So this episode and our next episode in the month of January will will incorporate those elements, all animation, all cartoons, both for adult sure. and for for children. We, we kind of you know fam, family friendly and, and not so family friendly. And today's a I wouldn't call a family friendly. Mm, eh. I would say it's not family friendly. It's on. It was on Fox. I mean, it was on at like eight at night, <laughs> but definitely geared more towards adults. I would say what we're going to be covering today, and that's King of the Hill. Now, Dave, yep. usually I ask you what you think about the show, but in this episode, I'll start. Now, please do. Now, I'm I'm one of those people that that got into King of the Hill much later. Like when it first came out, I was not into it, but then I eventually, I think, in reruns would like catch an episode here and there and i just kind of like fell in love with the show now it's mike judd who created beavis and butthead and what's funny about it is king of the king of the hill is the polar opposite of beavis and butthead where beavis and butthead are kind of obnoxious and loud and annoying and i love beavis and butthead we have talked about them before on the show king of the hill is more reserved and quiet would you agree so um, it's funny that you bring this up. So, and, and also, please correct me. Is it Mike Judge or is it Mike Judd? It might be Mike Judd. I'm probably you know me. I butcher everyone's name. So <laughs> that's okay. So, I was explaining this to my girlfriend Sheila uh, before, and this is kind of my interpretation of Mike Judge's animated worlds. And honestly, like Beavis and Butthead. Daria and King of the Hill are so mundane and atmosphere that it makes it atmospheric. I don't know if that makes sense. Like, like the like the boringness of the world make it atmospheric. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. there's this like general malaise I feel with all the characters, and they are unaware that they are actually the ones running the world that they live in. That's how I described all of Mike Judge's animated worlds to me that's just how i don't know i don't know if you could agree with that or not but that's what i get when i watch these shows for sure i just always thought when it comes to like when you compare beavis and butthead and king of the hill very like obviously you can tell they were created by the same person they they feel like they're they're in the same universe i guess but where beavis and butthead are very in-your-face, violent, kind of horrible people. It's very King juvenile of, compared to King Very of the juvenile. Hill. King of the Hill, right. even though it does have its juvenile characters, there are a bunch of them, but it feels a little more wholesome even when they're, they're covering 
I, th- I, guess, I guess a more outlandish topic because there are yeah. episodes that are crazy. Like I think about the episode where Bobby decides to become a model in a magazine and it's like really ridiculous and how Hank hates it. And it's like a serious subject about like body shaming, I think, and things like being body positive, but right. they're able to kind of make it silly and a little ridiculous, but it's also warm and fuzzy, which Beavis and Butthead did not have that. Beavis and Butthead would like almost die and kill each other and yeah, shit. Like, <laughs> straight up nonsense. Yeah, beat the shit out of each other, talk shit about music videos. This show was kind of dry. Dry humor is how I would describe it because yeah. everything kind of is very much mundane and boring, like you said. So I do agree with parts of what you said. I, I think that's a good way of describing it. And for me, and, 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 I have, and I'm going to ask you the same question, I've always loved the, the character of Hank Hill, but my favorite character on the show has to be hands down Bobby, Bobby Hill, his son, because he's of just a, how... He's definitely entertaining. Yeah, he's like innocent and oblivious to shit and he doesn't know anything he's like a teenager who's not, not even he's like a preteen right i think he's like 13 or 12 yeah there. this episode i don't yeah. even think he's a teenager yet well it's an animated series they never grow up they stay the same age right. i feel forever but yeah he's so oblivious to stuff he's so like gullible with things and that's what i've always loved about the character his innocence and just kind of the scenarios and this episode we're talking about it's very much about Bobby. He's kind of the main driving force behind it. a lot of episodes of King of the Hill are. Uh, I also love Boomhauer just because of how ridiculous that character is. Boomhauer, you know who I'm talking about? Uh, so I'll be very honest <laughs> with you. I've never watched this show minus maybe a couple episodes oh, here really? and there. Okay. Um, it's a show that, you know, I'm pretty late to the game on. I would okay. really love to get into it, and I, I will. But yeah. I don't know characters' names. I really oh, don't okay. know anything except that Mike Judge is the creator. Yeah. So. Boomhauer's the guy that like mumbles that you can't understand a word. I, he I said. do. I did. Yes, I did love. I did love his character. Yeah, and then Dale, I like yeah. a lot too. That's the friend that always smokes. They're all likable. They're all great. Yeah, his boys, yeah. Hank Hill's boys, like the four, like the four of them together. They're great. Right. But with that out of the way, our thoughts on the show. Let's jump into the King of the Hill episode. Halloween. Where are the vampires and monsters and ghosts? Elmo, Aladdin, Jenny McCarthy? I don't even know what these things are. So King of the Hill, Halloween was released on October 26, 1997. It's the 16th episode of the series. It's weird. I believe this episode, it aired as a special during Halloween. That was kind of the point. I like that. Yeah, I think. Because when you look at it... So I watched this on Hulu. And when you look at it, a lot of the episodes have gaps in between them. And this is one of them. So I'm guessing this was kind of just released on Fox. Specifically for Halloween. Specifically for Halloween. It's also the only Halloween episode. And this show had a long-ass run. Interesting. I think it was on for more than... Five years. It was on for a That's while. That's a shame. This was. Yeah. A, I really enjoyed this. That's a shame they didn't do another Halloween episode. Yeah, this is, to my knowledge, as far as I know, because I did skim through, and off the top of my head, this is the only one I could think of uh, that takes place on Halloween. I think they released one more episode around Halloween, but it isn't necessarily a Halloween episode, like set on Halloween. 
So let's jump into the five-minute breakdown. I'm going to make a promise to you, Dave, and to our listeners that going forward, I'm going to try to commit to keeping these actually five-minute five minute breakdowns okay. of our episodes. I'm going to try to do it. I think this will be pretty easy to break down. <laughs> this will minutes. be pretty easy. But going forward on the show, our format will be these five-minute breakdowns. And I want to. I feel like I fell off a little bit, but they were not five minutes in our last few episodes. But I'm trying I'm, to. I'm sure the listeners are okay with that. <laughs> I'm trying to keep it. At five minutes, or close to five minutes. So in the episode, Hank and his boys, Dale, Bill, and Boomhauer, are building a haunted house for the local school. His niece, Luann, decides to attend a Bible study class. There she meets the leader of the group, Junie Harper, who's voiced by Sally Field. You know who Sally Field is, right? Sure. Now, quick question. Is yes. this character a reoccurring character on the show? Because, again, I, I don't know anything about this. So No. To my knowledge, this is like Sally Field was the guest spot on this episode okay. as, as um, Junie Harper. Like that, This was like a okay. guest starring one-off character. So Junie Harper, she tells everyone at the meeting that Halloween is evil and for Satanist. For witches. Basically, don't celebrate it. It's a terrible holiday. <laughs> Luann tries to persuade her family, Hank and Peggy and Bobby, that Halloween is for the devil and that they shouldn't be celebrating it. Now, Hank will have none of that because he has fond memories, like the mo- like most of us, of the holiday. And he's looking forward to his haunted house. We learn that Luann is trying to convince Bobby, Hank's son, about how terrible Halloween is and trying to to tell him to join Junie Harper's Bible group to, 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 I guess, what's the word when you're trying to, like, cleanse somebody? That's kind of what I took it as, like, to get these evil, this evil doing out of you. I think you said the right word, cleanse. Yeah, cleanse, kind of like join this spiritual group. Spiritual cleansing. Yeah, your your father, your father's evil doings of his his love for Halloween. This will help you. Right. Uh, we also learn that Junie Harper's Bible group has a haunted house alternative called the Hallelujah House. <laughs> Which I thought was great. Those are real things. I know. <laughs> which is kind of crazy. It's basically like a a church Bible groups like Dude, haunted house. <laughs> I would love, love to document one of those things. Just be on like it like be hired for some fucking news publication to cover those things. I would love to do that. Yeah. So bizarre. We should definitely look into it. That would make for a fun episode of our podcast. If you and I go sure to one. Would. It absolutely would. <laughs> and, and I'm not, a, listen, I'm not knocking, I, I'm not knocking religion either. Like you're entitled to believe whatever you want to believe. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. those things specifically are very interesting to me just because it's so forced down your throat. Yeah, it's just totally. Yeah, I agree. I agree, and 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 we're gonna go into this whole hatred for Halloween religious thing a little later. So after some egging, TPing, canceling of Halloween, and a dead cat, Bobby agrees to visit the group on Halloween Day instead of trick or treating. In the end, Hank finds out and stomps down to the Hallelujah House. 
Hallelujah. <laughs> I said hallelujah. Hallelujah house. That's okay. <laughs> Yelling trick or treat in protest. Uh, you know, in his in his childhood devil costume, which I'll get into more later, with the rest of the townspeople, and even Luann, who has a change of heart. Bobby realizes he wants to celebrate Halloween with his dad, and the two walk down the road together talking about candy and preparing to trick or treat. And that was King of the Hill, Halloween. Trick or treat. 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 Hey, man, check it out, man. I don't need no dang old costume, man. I need to put on a bit dang old mine, man. Look, it's like I'm trying to get out of this box, man. Say, whoa, man, don't play tug of war, man. All right, Dave, so let's jump into some of our favorite things in this episode. And I'll go first. And and some of these things might overlap because I have a feeling there's some stuff in this episode you probably like, like I did. I'm sure there's a lot of things we both like. Well, about I'm, this episode. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna tell you right off the bat. Yeah. I did not dislike anything in this episode. There's one thing, and we'll get to that later. <laughs> okay. That I didn't like. Fair. So, the first thing I love about this episode is the opening. I love um. the idea of four grown ass men. Building a haunted house for kids. Now, in this opening scene, you've got Bill wearing like a gory axe in the head prop yep. <laughs> sitting on his head. Then you've got Hank drawing like a chalk line around uh, Dale, who's just sitting there like a dead body. You've got Boomhauer. Yeah, yeah cigarette. Oh, he's always got a cigarette in his mouth. And they yeah. outline the cigarette. The yeah, metal, that's which the best. They have like a discussion about it. it. Looks like lips or something weird like that. He said it goes. It looks like he says it looks like the body has its tongue sticking out. Yes, that's what it is. And then you've also got Boomhauer wearing a noose, and like they they hang him up on the uh, the wall or the ceiling. And I love how they're all drinking beers. And they even scare Peggy, Hank's wife, like wife with this classic looking green and purple witch, who, by the way, has a name. Do you know what it is? Hagatha. And they should <laughs> yeah. make a witch pin. They should make an enamel pin out of that. That would be great. That'd be a great yep. fucking pin. I totally rock that. But yeah, Same. I just love I just love the idea of just these four like adults. Hanging out, drinking beer. This is something I would do. Drinking beer, smoking cigarettes, I guess, if you smoke. And, like, bullshitting around a bunch of, like, Halloween props. And building a haunted house. Or building the props to take to where they're going to build this haunted house. I, like, love that. And that just, like, it reminds me more of, like, now. Like, being an adult and loving Halloween so much. And seeing the adult side of the very holiday. Good, I very love... good tie into into growing up. Yes, 100%. Exactly. And I love that. And then Hank's enthusiasm about building this haunted house. Like, yeah. he is so happy. Like, you could see how much he loves Halloween and just everything about it. I have in my notes, Hank is the embodiment of Halloween. Oh, I totally agree. That's, he is. That's a great, like, way to describe him in this episode. Yep. Just the joy it brings him like and then later on when bobby doesn't want to celebrate it you could just see it like break hank he's he's not happy about it because of how much how dare you bobby (laughs) fucking bobby what's uh what's one of your first favorite things this the opening it's the very first thing i have i I, anytime all my favorites have stars next to it and that's my 
one of my favorite moments of this was the opening. Just four friends. <laughs> you know, I don't know how old they're supposed to be. Probably in their forties, I would yeah. say, or uh, mid to early, uh, mid to late forties. Yeah. Just hanging out in the garage, prepping to put on a fucking school haunted <laughs> house. I loved it. You know, you just got. There's just so much, so much going on. Like you said, with the you know little fake gag with the axe yeah, in the head. Yeah. The one friend, uh, what's his name again? The guy that was hanging. Oh, uh, Boomhauer. <laughs> Boomhauer, and he's like bumbling. He's like, "Oh, dead is dead. Oh, dead is dead. <laughs> you're dead. You're dead." He's saying like these silly yeah. things and just that. The and I just love that it o- literally opens up with the chalk outline. Like yeah. you see it, and at first I'm like, "Oh, are they doing like a séance or something?" And then you see what they're doing, and I'm just like, "That's just such a good opening." And you know, you again, you get the gag with the witch, and again, you should make a pin out of that. I'm just saying, somebody <laughs> out there, if someone's it, listening, make a Haggatha pin. It, and, it honestly, they they do a great job at making it feel like the holiday without shoving oh, it definitely. down your throat. Like there's not a lot of Halloween decorations in the garage, like but none. but them like prepping this haunted house gives off the vibes of it and the episode in general there's a lot of like shots where you see like the houses and stuff and you see the leaves changing and i think you see a pumpkin here and there so just setting the tone for the rest of the episode it's 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 a perfect opening what's uh what's something else that was your favorite about this episode your next favorite thing so jumping a little forward is the actual when they get to the gymnasium of the school and they're setting up for the haunted house because that <laughs> yeah. immediately reminded me of the uh, the haunted house we had in my middle. I'm sorry, elementary school. Yes, yes. And Which I think you've mentioned on the me show, back. right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. just br- it brought me back immediately, and I was just like, I got kind of like a little chill. I was like, oh, because <laughs> that's how that's what you know that's what it looked like, and it just. <laughs> You know, that it was nostalgic just so chill. <laughs> and and th- there's that one line where um, her name's Junie. Is that what her name is? Yes. Junie Harper is trying to get the, you know, is saying to the principal and the principal saying to Hank and the guys like, hey, this isn't happening here. And he goes to one of his friends, grab Hagatha. There's only one. There's only room for one witch in here. And she's just <laughs> <Yeah>. like, yo, <laughs> boo, roasted. But yeah, this was this was my definitely my second like. When I was writing everything down, this was my number two because this is just such a great moment, and I've lived this moment. So yeah. it was very, it was very satisfying to see it. Yeah, yeah. When I was watching it and I saw that they were like building the haunted house in the gymnasium, I thought of you, and I was like, "Dave's gonna love this scene yep. because of your story about your school having the haunted house set 100%, up." Percent, because you know, a thing. so that's really cool. That's that. As soon as I saw it, I was like, "Dave's gonna love this scene." Yep. And I'm glad you mentioned it because it really piggybacks off of our first favorite thing with them in the garage, they work well together, those two scenes. And that's fucking awesome. And if I, if I could say one thing, Mm -hmm. I bet you whoever wrote this or probably had that experience is why this was written into the episode, because some people have never experienced that. Yeah. I never have. There's, I've never been to a school. And I think I said it in the episode where we talked about your, your school's uh, haunted house. I never had a haunted house at school. I had haunted I had uh, Halloween parades, and right. I, I I'm envious of that. I fucking wish, <laughs> I wish my school had a haunted house. Even in high school, that would have been fucking awesome. But I had no luck with that, unfortunately. <laughs> and if there's one thing I can add to this memory, and I probably have said it before, but even in the hallways, like the different, so they would have a couple of classrooms open. Yeah. 
and each classroom had like a different thing going on like there was crafts you could play games there was a snack room so like all the parents made brownies and fucking cookies yeah. and sounds amazing you know, it was just it was amazing yeah 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 again yeah. envious man i wish my school did that <laughs> shit never never happened to me <laughs> I'm sorry, my bud. At least you can you can live through me vicariously when I yes. tell you this. When I tell you these things. When I hear it on the show, can, yeah. every time we go back to you reliving the sure. phenomenal haunted house at your old school. Yep. <laughs> um, another thing well, I love that I have a huge list of shit here. I love, but I'll bounce around a bit so we can talk about different things. But and we've talked about your love for you know kids ca- causing mischief on Halloween, mm-hmm. but. I love Hank and Bobby going out to Egg and T.P. Dale's house, but changing it to Junie Harper's house because she's not a good person in Hank's eyes. I just love. She's not. Ha- she's No, she's terrible. That's the whole point yeah. of this whole episode. We'll get, we'll get to her a little <laughs> later. But Hank, like Bobby is so innocent that he doesn't know. He doesn't know about egging and T.P.ing people's hat like tricks on halloween so i love how hank has to show him how to properly throw an egg properly throw toilet paper like over a tree and and bobby like tries to like toss a a a toilet paper or something like that and like misses it doesn't even go over the branch Mm -hmm. it's hilarious and then another thing i love about the scene is initially was supposed to be dale's house and they see junie harper's house like i think her she sticks her head out She's looking for her cat, which is a fucked up joke in this in this episode, and I'll get yeah, to that in a is. second. But Hank notices her, so they do the TPing and egging, and cops show up. And I love that Hank and Bobby run over, and Hank goes ditch the evidence. And what do they do? They take the toilet paper and eggs and throw it at Dale's house anyway. <laughs> and yep. then I love how later on Dale tells like the town com- in like a community town hall meeting that it was a hate crime because the town hates him it's so mm-hmm. stupid i love how they accidentally still vandalize still or fuck with dale's house <laughs> it's so funny but yeah just that whole it's so it, it's kind of sweet how hank is like trying to show bobby how to really play pranks on halloween and cause mischief and you see that side of the holiday and how important it was to hank and i could piggyback you know, this into something else I loved about the show, um, which I'm sure you enjoyed as well, and that's the flashback. Trick or treat! Oh my, aren't you boys the scariest? Yeah, man, talk about wah ha boo, man. You got any candy cigarettes? No, but I have chocolate. Happy Halloween! Only one. What always makes me laugh about this this flashback scene, and I've seen this episode countless times, is that they parody the Peanuts music. Yep. <laughs> so I thought that was great, kind of a, a throwback to uh, the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, like making fun yes. of that being a Halloween, like a very notorious and famous Halloween. And special. it works. And I love how they're fucking like they're fucking around with their own homes. So like I don't know if you caught that, like so when they go and they go trick or treating. They ring the bell, and the woman only gives them one piece of candy. And I think Dale or one of them is like, oh, do you got any candy cigarettes? But they only get one candy each, so they don't like that. So they TP and egg the house and destroy the mailbox, and the mailbox says, Hill, 
So <laughs> they were destroyed. <laughs> that was Hank's mom, and I they were destroyed. You didn't pick that. up on that? It's great. It's no. a great joke because it's during a flashback, and it's during the. Uh, I think um, Hank and Bobby and Peggy are in the like a store buying Halloween costumes for Bobby, and um. When it cuts back and you see that the mailbox they're destroying says Hill on it, it cut back. It cuts back to Hank in present day, and he's like, "I'm gonna go call my mom." I guess he felt guilty realizing he vandalized his own home because he's a yep. stupid kid. So dumb. <laughs> but that it's a scene great, in great general scene. though is great. Oh, like it the is. whole like the way like the way the Halloween nights portrayed. It looks you know it looks like what I would want Halloween to look like. Yeah, yeah. That's why I kind of wanted to add those two together because they both involve, you know, definitely playing tricks on Halloween with egging and TPing and all that. And I know you're, I know you're a big fan of Devil's Night, and we've talked yep. about it on the show before, and and just that aspect of Halloween. So because this episode really leans into that a lot when it comes yeah, to the like, mischief part. Yeah, of it, the 100%. mischief part a lot, a lot more so than the trick or treating. Honestly, they kind of just brush over trick or treating. Uh, but what's something else you loved about the episode? So th- there's there's one line where um it, what's Hank's wife's name Peggy Peggy okay so forgive me on these because like I said <laughs> this is like really like the first or second time I've really sat down and watched an episode there's uh she asked Luann what she's doing and she's like I'm, I'm going to deliver a hot meal to old people then we're gonna blow <laughs> on them I was like <laughs> how fucking cruel. <laughs> That is horrible. That was really funny. <laughs> that is funny. I didn't even catch that. Like I catched it's it. It's like, a like, silly he, line that she said. I'm just like, what? What a dick. <laughs> that is. That was kind of dickish. There is another line. Now that you're talking about really funny lines, there's this one line where Luann rushes in after going to Junie Harper's like meeting for the first time, and she runs in and she she sees uh, Peggy and Hank in the kitchen, and she runs in and she says, "Halloween was invented by Druish people." Right, yep. Druish, and then Peggy like corrects her, and she's like, "Druids." You mean druids? Yeah. Because Luann's supposed to be bubbly. That's kind of the point. Or like in all the episode, that's kind of I picked up on that. Yeah, kind of like a ditzy character, very ditzy and bubbly. So they they really play up that she's like Druish people. (laughs) I just thought that was fucking hysterical. Those are two good lines. Mm-hmm. And speaking of one more line, I don't have the whole thing written down, but when, when Hank goes, they wrecked my haunted house, that line should be in a song or something. Yeah. Um, you know, when he gets up from sitting in front of the garage with his wife, and he's like, they wrecked my haunted house, yeah, they did yeah, this, yeah. they did that, and then he goes up <laughs> to go save uh, Bobby. That was a good line, too. Speaking of, of Hank, I, I am a big fan, too, of all the, like, satanic references. Speaking of, like, the, the Hank and the, and the Satan and the evil shit that uh, um, Luann keeps talking about. I just love that one scene where Bobby's thinking about Hank. And there's, like, a montage of him talking shit about the costumes. Like, all the pathetic costumes in the store. They had, like, Dalmatians and Aladdin. He's like, where's all the scary, evil costumes? But all he's noticing are, like, devil and evil and shit Mm -hmm. in the sentences. And then I just love how the montage ends with him forcing him to eat liver, like, randomly. (laughs) He's like, he goes, Dad did make me eat liver once, and he hates liver. And it's, like, all in, like, a scary like voice and then he turns into a devil i just love all the like the transitions between like hank being this evil person just for loving halloween 
And on the subject of the evil, I also love that he's wearing his old uh, uh, devil costume from when he was a kid. Like, I love that he brings it back. And that's another great line when at the end, when he goes out to, like, save Bobby from Junie Harper's group, he has this line. He puts on his his old uh, devil costume. He says, I knew the risk when I put on the uniform. Yep. That was awesome. (laughs) Before he goes, like, stomping down the street yelling trick-or-treat with, like, everyone. And everybody starts coming out of the house. <laughs> there is a funny gag too, where Bob, his uh, Hank, Hank's friend Bob, rushes out dressed as a ghost, and then he like trips over the the cloth, and it rips, and then he just yells "Toga" because he yep. was going like "boo." Quick fix, <laughs> quick fix. That Dude, was that was th- great. Th- there's one costume which I I absolutely love, where I, I think it's a woman that's wearing uh, a motorcycle helmet. She's got <laughs> a bloody and a. a a bloody machete. I was yeah. like, that's great. I was trying to figure out what that was. It's Maybe like Nail a, Gun Massacre. That's the only thing I could think of that, yeah. that had like a, a like a motorcycle helmet. It's like a mechanic I think night suit too. It's like a yeah, night school. It's like a mechanic like suit like Michael Myers wear with like a machete with blood on it, and then she's wearing like a like you said a motor like a all black. It's all black, right? Motorcycle helmet. Very well, no, odd. In in Nail Gun Massacre, yes. Okay. And this one, I think the I think it's like a midriff shirt. I think oh, it's like really? a belly shirt. The girl, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, I missed that. But that is kind of random and weird. I was like, what a random. I loved it. Easter egg. I did too. I just loved how random it is. There's also like this one shot panning. Speaking of like the the atmosphere of the episode, there's this one shot where it pans. And you see just one jack-o'-lantern, because there aren't many jack-o'-lanterns in this episode. You no. see one jack-o'-lantern sitting in a trash can as like the camera pans through the like through the town and you see all the houses and you see the trees. Very atmospheric. I like love that one shot that it pans through. It feels like the autumn. It feels like Halloween. Now, now to jump into some negative, and I know you don't have any. Um, well, actually, I, hold well, on. Before you do that. Okay. Do you have something else you want to add? More, there's a couple more things I'm going to add. They're very, very quick. Go for it. So one of Hank's outfits during one, you know, one part of the episode, mm-hmm. fire. He's got a denim jacket on. He's got a white tee. He's got the jeans on. I'm like, yo, Hank just needs to put like a bad brains pin on his jacket and he's fucking set. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about. That's great. Yo, Hank's the man. And there's another scene when Hank is trying to get Bobby back from Junie Harper. Yeah. I'm telling you, the, the con- they, they must have messed up with the continuity. But there's one part where one of the guys in the background looks like Todd from Beavis and Butthead. And then hmm. they, 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 they pan back to Bobby, then they pan back to Hank, and he's not there anymore. It's not Todd, but the guy hmm. looks like Todd. So that'd be fun if they like incorporated the Beavis and Butthead world into King of the Hill world. Maybe, maybe it was like an Easter egg. Like Maybe they just plugged them in there for that one shot. Maybe yeah. maybe they're trying to say like uh, the Halloween Beavis and Butthead episode, which I talked about briefly a while back, and this episode of King of the Hill are connected. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, that would be incredible. <laughs> that would be <laughs> <And> incredible. <laughs> the last thing that I have written down in my notes that stuck out to me is the scene when Junie Harper and the sheriff or the cop are in Hank's living room, and they're talking about Bobby and Bobby's like it, like standing behind the bars that separate like the kitchen to the living room, and it looks like he's in jail because he's got his head down and he's all yeah, upset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was a cool little like you know, 
insinuation that they were trying to, you know what I'm saying? Like he was awaiting trial or something or just yeah. like behind bars. Kind of like cool he, he's just like depressed and waiting guilty. around. Yeah, right, guilty. Exactly. Like he, 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 know, he knows he's doing something wrong, I guess, is yep. what, what they're trying to say there. But but yeah, the, the negative now. I don't have much. My negative is very small because, again, I love, love, love this episode. My only negative is that we never get to see Hank's hell haunted house. We, Good point. We never get to see it. Like, like, him and Peggy are, like, standing in front, like, sitting in front of it on Halloween where no one's visiting them and they're trying to figure out what's going on. And there's a scene where Peggy's talking to Luann in the kitchen when she has, like, a change of heart and she's telling Peggy where Bobby is. And you see Peggy leave the kitchen and walk through the garage outside. and But we never see the inside of it. Like, yeah, and I was point. like, Fuck. like we see him setting up so much of it in the episode. I wish like the episode ended with them like going through it, you know, because you see the hallelujah house, which is hysterical because you see yeah, all the is. like, like you see, like, don't have sex, you'll die and blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. But we never get to see Hank's hell. I love that. Hank hell. Hank's hell. Hank's hell haunted house. I love that. That's a funny little you game. That would be a never fun to project to do. To, to recreate what we would think Hank's haunted house would look like. Hank's hell haunted house would look like. That would be great. And, and it's teased. Like, we know he, we know the witch is in there. Right. Hagatha. We know the gags he's trying to put together. I think we should do this. I think, I think this calls for a, uh, a future episode of the podcast where we... Uh, I <laughs> definitely think this is... Yes. Yes. In, okay. in, in great detail. I we love We figure this. out what's inside of Hank Hank Hill's haunted house, We're Hank reimagining. Hell's haunted house, reimagining what it is. But that's really my only uh, my only con. I just wish we could have seen the that's inside of it. Yeah, yeah, you just that's it's kind of brushed point. over a bit because it's such an important aspect of the episode, and you keep hearing about it, you keep seeing him prep for it with his friends, like him and his boys are getting it ready, but you never get to actually see it. I see guess it. maybe yeah. that was the point. Was that you're not supposed to see it because you're seeing the Hallelujah haunted Probably. house? Probably. So, but I, but I, but we still want to see it. Now, Dave, I have one little piece of trivia before we give our closing thoughts on this episode. Sure. Now, there is a little bit of a connection to another very famous Halloween film in this episode. Do you know what it is? Give me a hint. Like, oh, like, give me a hint of the scene you're talking about or something. It's not so a I can... scene. It's an actor that voices one of the characters, one of the main characters in this show. She's from, she's a main character from a very famous Halloween film involving witches. Well, I did notice Brittany Murphy was one of the voice actors on the show. Mm, that's not it, though. But yeah, Brittany Murphy, she's Luann. She's the voice of Luann. Okay, but, yeah, go ahead. Tell me. I, I don't know. And this is trivia I made up myself, by the way. This was not... <laughs> I just was like, oh. It's okay. It's a way to kind of connect Halloween. So Kathy, I always butcher her last name, Kathy Najimi. Kathy Najimi? Najimi. Najimi, a.k.a. Mary from Hocus Pocus. Ooh, okay. Voices Peggy Hill. Love she's, it. Yeah, she's the voice of Peggy Hill. So I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Like, since this is a Halloween episode and she is she portrays that character in Hocus Pocus, I was like, oh, that's a good a good way of connecting 
Halloween and this and Hocus Pocus all together. So I just thought that's kind of cool. I always forget she's the voice of Peggy. Always. You know, like whenever I, I watch know. this. Yeah, this yeah, is a very new show to me, so. Yeah, and I definitely think you should uh, you should I watch will. more of it because it's really good. Now, now Dave, I want to know your overall thoughts on this episode. Being oh, that that king of the king of the hill is so new to you, like, like just I want to know how it made you feel. What'd you think of it? Okay, so I'm gonna pre- I'm gonna say it like this. I know I've mentioned in the past that I've met Mike Judge. I was probably about eleven yeah. or twelve. <laughs> I That's was in awe <laughs> that I had just met the creator of Beavis and Butthead. I love Daria, and I love that they, you know, they spun off of the same world. But I have never watched King of the Hill. It's just one of those things I've just never watched. And I think I may have seen one or two episodes prior, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, before I watched this. And this just made me realize that I really do need to watch this show. So I have a. I did not watch this on Hulu. I watched this on Daily Motion or whatever the fuck it's called. Okay. I, I have a Hulu account. I'm definitely gonna start watching this show. So I love it. I I again. I love Mike Judge's environments. I love how mundane they are. I love how malaise they are. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. Yeah. So so I will absolutely. So two things. I would 100% add this to your Halloween queue. Oh, like, for sure. Definitely watch this during Halloween time. I'm a fan. This sold me. So so I, I love, 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 love this episode. And, and revisiting it made me love it even more because it had been a while. But what I really, really like love about it is the message about people shitting on Halloween and how it's evil. And we've talked about it on the show before, how there's groups out there and there's nothing wrong with being religious. And this is not an anti-religion thing that I'm talking about, but like just how there've been people that think Halloween's evil and terrible when in reality, it's just fun for families, for kids. It's it's sure. not the the evil satanic bullshit people you know think it is. And I just love the message the episode is giving about how, Hank and Bobby, it brought them together. It didn't, you know, he didn't become a, the devil or something or, you know, he's right. not evil. And that's what I love about it. So there's something I want to piggyback onto your, what you just said. And it's, it's a part when Hank is talking to Bobby and Junie and he goes, I don't want to make my son. I don't want to give him, uh, you know, a ch- I want him to make this choice. I don't want to force him to make this choice. And I think. That's them tastefully handling almost anything where you choose what you want to do. Like, if you want to be religious, be religious. If you want to practice Halloween and think it's got to do with the devil, you do that. They tastefully take care of that by saying, I don't want him to be forced to make a decision, Mm -hmm. which I really loved. I forgot to mention that, but I'm glad you said it now. And, and, so, the, and the Junie Harper character is the opposite of Hank, where she's forcing right, anti-Halloween exactly. propaganda down Bobby and the rest of the group's throat and really forcing them like, look, guys, this shit's evil. Don't do this. Kind of using Halloween as like a hostage almost because she also right. talks about other shit that's evil that has nothing to do with Halloween. And I just love how Bobby kind of realizes like, okay – this isn't this terrible thing. And he just wants to be with his exactly. dad and, and, and celebrate together. 
And that's fucking great. That's a great message, dude. I, I just love that. Especially mm-hmm. with us being, you know, big advocates for the holiday and loving and, and all our listeners, like just loving the holiday and loving it so much that there's still, even to this day, dude, there's still a stigma. I still think there's groups of people out there that think Halloween there is like this are. evil, shitty thing. And in reality, dude, it's just fucking costumes, candy, and like yep. horror is the norm for a month or two, you know, in our case. But, you know, like that's all it basically is. And people sometimes just kind of get a little crazy with Halloween. It, and I never well understood. Said. I never understood the the whole like anti Halloween's the devil shit. I never, never got I never it. paid attention to it. Never got it. <laughs> it's just something I could care less. But yeah, we recommend King of the Hill, Halloween. For sure. Great, great episode. Fine, go on, all of you. More room in heaven for me. We got to get you home and scare you up a costume. Okay. Hey, Dad, I was just kidding before. I care about candy. I care a lot. Happy Halloween, everyone. <laughs> oh, my God, So that was King of the Hill, Halloween. Be sure to subscribe, follow us on Instagram and Twitter, at Haunted Hangover, and be sure to check out our Patreon page, patreon.com backslash hauntedhangover31. And if you can rate and review us, that would be greatly appreciated. And remember, the best cure for a hangover is... More booze. Later, guys. Later, guys.